Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Sensemaker Hi, I'm Claudia and this is Sensemaker. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, as people in England flood to pubs, shops and restaurants... We're looking thousands of miles away to South America. How Chile offers a cautionary tale against opening up too fast. Until recently hailed as a world beater in protecting its population from the pandemic, Chile is suffering again. Earlier this year, Chile was being celebrated as one of the big winners in the race to vaccinate its people. And it still is a winner when it comes to jabs. 39% of people in Chile have had at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine by now, and a quarter have had two. It's the third most vaccinated country after Israel and the UK, and twice as many people are fully vaccinated in Chile than in the UK. But jabs haven't put it on the road to freedom. Infection rates have increased for six weeks in a row. The country is back in lockdown and hospitals are struggling. The doctor here says the unit that looks after the most critically ill will soon run out of beds. So should Chile make us worry about the UK's path to freedom? Four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, take your seats. Have your first drinks. Please come down. England is finally coming back to life again. On Monday, people were shopping, eating at restaurants and drinking in beer gardens. The Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, even got a haircut. If all goes well, in just six weeks, we'll be allowed to meet people inside, go to the cinema and maybe even travel overseas. It's a reward for a really long and strict lockdown. And it's a reward too for a vaccination campaign which has surpassed most people's wildest expectation. But the road to freedom might not be a one-way street. Because, okay, we need one eye on Israel, where the vaccination programme has gone so well that it's even allowing mass gatherings. But we should keep the other one on Chile. Because despite doing so well in vaccinating its people, it's had to shut up shop again. So what went wrong? Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Son medidas durísimas. Lockdowns are very harsh measures for the population. Our COVID team has analysed every factor, county by county. We haven't taken this decision lightly. That's Chile's health minister, Enrique Paris, speaking last month as his country entered a new lockdown. After a great vaccination campaign, the people of Chile should be eyeing freedom. But instead, they're locked inside their homes. And there are three big things which have made it happen. The first is to do with people's behaviour and the government's. 
According to Jimena Aguilera, an epidemiologist in Chile, people are getting worse at sticking to social distancing. They're tired of being locked down and they've also become more complacent because of how well the vaccine rollout was going. It's that sort of complacency which worries scientists, like the UK's chief medical officer, Chris Whitty. The assumption that just you vaccinate lots of people and the problem goes away, I think Chile is quite a good uh, kind of corrective to that. It also doesn't help that in Chile, restaurants, shopping centres and even casinos reopened way too quickly before cases had got to really low levels. The second thing is that nearly everyone vaccinated in Chile has had the Chinese Sinovac vaccine. That vaccine is only thought to be about 50% effective and as little as 3% effective after just one dose. So even though Chile's vaccination numbers look good on the surface, the fact that only 25% of people are fully vaccinated still leaves people pretty unprotected. Should that flash warning signs for the UK? Well, maybe not on its own. Because the UK does seem to be in a better position than Chile when it comes to the effectiveness of its vaccines. Pfizer, AstraZeneca and the latest edition, Moderna, are all more effective than Sinovac against the original virus. But there's a reason I'm emphasising the word original here. And it's to do with the third thing which has put Chile in another lockdown. Just like they're finding the vaccine-dodging Brazil variant in their cases, the UK is in a fight with the South African variant. Surge testing across both Lambeth and Wandsworth boroughs following 44 confirmed and 30 probable cases of the South African variant. 650,000 people in two London boroughs have been told to get tested after dozens of cases of the South African variant were found. And that's what we really need to worry about in the UK. Our main vaccine, AstraZeneca, is definitely less effective against that variant. And real-world data from Israel suggests that even the Pfizer vaccine might be less effective too. The lesson from Chile is that it only takes a few things to go wrong at the same time for everything to change. Vaccines do an awful lot, but they don't guarantee freedom. Seeing Chile go backwards tells you all you need to know. Thank you for listening to today's Sensemaker. It's made by me and my colleagues, Imi, Zav, Nimo and Ella at Tortoise Media. At Tortoise, we host daily live events called Thinkins, where we tackle one big topic at a time. This week, on Friday the 16th of April, we're asking, are we reopening too quickly? And if you've enjoyed this podcast, you'll probably enjoy that conversation. We're going to be talking about whether the return to shops, pubs and hairdressers is a bit too hasty. We'll hear from experts, Tortoise members, and we hope from you. To be a part of it, take a free 30-day membership. Just go to tortoisemedia.com forward slash join us. Today's story was written and produced by Xavier Greenwood. The Sensemaker. I'm James Harding. I'm the editor of Tortoise and the host of The News Meeting. It's the podcast where we try and make sense of what should be leading the news with three people who each come and pitch the story that they think matters the most. On the latest episode, we're joined by the journalist, historian and author Satnam Sanghera. Like almost everyone, we go down the rabbit hole of that Princess of Wales photo editing story and then Satnam explains why he thinks the Church of England paying reparations for its links to slavery should really be leading the news. Just search for Tortoise News wherever you get your podcasts and follow the feed so you don't miss an episode.